the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Welcome to the Mess It Up Podcast. It is Christmas week. And I start off with a spam call right away. That is just so awesome. It's perfect. All right. I'm going to just going to introduce my giggling guest so she can not laugh. We got Paxton Pantry. Faith Paxton is back on the show with us for Christmas week. Hey, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing this for the last uh, 14 minutes, just acting a fool and uh, trying to stop laughing about things. So I just figured we we should dive in and give you this gold. Um Maybe some of it's going to show up at the end of the show as a little end bit for you. Don't know. Haven't decided yet, but uh, sometimes I like to take that and have it. Did you know that, Faith? Did you know sometimes I put a little something after the I have heard uh, that every song? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not always, but sometimes no. I like to do that. And uh, just a little bit extra. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like a, a gag reel or, or just a little, you know, little behind the scenes. I love to go to a movie and at the end of a movie, they have like a little extra scene for you. So yeah. that's what I feel like. Yeah. You know, that's going like to happen a in a Marvel of- movie. Yes. Yeah. It's how they get you to watch all those credits. So true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like a trailer for the next movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of wild. I don't like Marvel movies though. So I don't stick around for them because I don't go to the movies. Movies cost too much money. Mm. So Popcorn, anyhow, really. it is the week before Christmas. Um, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, only Faith and Paul. And <laughs> is, is your whole family sleeping right now? Oh, 100%. 100%. Uh, Dan's actually at work. At work. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. But but the boys, because it's still morning time. Yeah, early. So, so you won't see the older one till well, lunch. He's going to wake <laughs> up for lunch. That's there's true. Food, there's food. On the yes. on the calendar, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my my wife is uh, is tucked in bed, and she should be there for a while. Uh, so it's it's Christmas week. We thought we'd do a show. We're gonna have another special show for you folks on Christmas Day. So be checking out Christmas Day, which is uh, next Sunday. Be checking out the show, and that will be with the faiths, the faiths, huh? the Pippins and the Paxtons. Uh, Faith and Dan will both be joining uh, myself and Bev for a Christmas special on the show, but uh, right now it's Christmas week. Uh, my my word of the week this week, uh, Faith, is one that is, it just makes me sound, I don't know, I feel like it sounds super fancy, but the word Ooh. is prevaricate. And it means to speak or act in an evasive way to kind of like dodge the question or whatever. And um, I just like the way prevaricate sounds. And I don't want to dodge the issue of Christmas, but I do want to say that if you can use the word prevaricate in your sentences this week, give yourself 10 bonus points every single time. Wrap them up with a bow, put them under the tree, oh, yes. open them up mm-hmm. Christmas Day and have mm-hmm. just a big old bucket, a bowl full of bonus points for you yeah. on Christmas morning because of that whole prevaricate. Don't do any prevarication about it. If someone's asking you, be right up front and say, I don't want to prevaricate. These are my bonus points. 10 points right there. Boom. Look at us go. So uh, anyhow, that's a a fun way to do it. Listen, folks, it is the end of the year. As I'm recording this, it's December 
19th when this comes out it'll be december 20th which means tomorrow wednesday december 21st that's the shortest day of the year it's the beginning of winter which is my favorite i know you're a fall i do love fall i'm a winter uh bev is a summer spring kind of girl so we're coming around into everybody's faves here but i don't even know why i was saying that so (laughs) oh i do now i do know this is the way the call has been going the whole time it's I wish it was video when it was you and me because the laughter she's doing so good. She's just over there giggling. Uh, I was going to tell people about giving because it's it's towards yes. the end of the year. If you want a, a, a place for your end of the year gift. We are 100 percent listener supported, and that means you. That means that if we get money, it comes from you. It doesn't come from anybody else. We don't sell ads. We don't have any other source of revenue for the show, for the ministry. And it's all from the listeners who are supporting things. And we uh, we just got a great new supporter in SM Coins. So I do want to throw them a thing. If you're in Ridgecrest and you are looking for coins or gold or just really cool stuff, Faith, I think you would love this store. It's just got knickknacks and and um all sorts of stuff. But SM on the corner, French and Balsam. Thank you to them. They just gave us a lovely uh, end of the year gift. And are coming on board as a monthly supporter for Messed Up Ministries in the Nehemiah Project to help us rebuild the walls of the church that we just got. So if you want to do that, you can text the word MUM to 760-WALLS-CA. And people tell me, hey, uh, what is that whole WALLS-CA? I don't know what that means. But what it means is you, if you look on your phone, there's little letters that go with the numbers. So it would be 760 Two five five seven two two, and that's walls. Ca it spells walls. Ca it's because we're rebuilding the walls of the church. We're going into the walls of the prisons, and we are spreading the joy. We just picked up a new. I don't know if I've told you this one. You're not faith. We picked up another CR inside group that we're going to be doing in the Tehachapi prisons. So we will now be having six different CRs going each week. Wow. None of them are on the same lesson. <laughs> so that means I have to teach six lessons that are different and remember what I said to who every single week um, makes it interesting, makes it fun. But that's what God has us doing. That's what the call is. So we're just trying to answer the call. So if you want to help us answer the call, send your tax deductible donations to 760-WALL-CA. Just text the word mom and that we can set you up with a one-time gift or a recurring gift. <clears throat> If you want to just mail a check, if that's easier for you, you can make out checks to Messed Up Ministries with an S, and you can mail that to 442 West Ridgecrest Boulevard in Ridgecrest, California, 93555, and uh, we'll get you your receipts and all that kind of stuff. But it is a lot easier if you do it on the computer because the receipts are are kind of automatic and uh, it's just it's quick and easy. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all that. Merry Christmas to me, to you, to all of the people in the ministry, and let's get on with the show, shall we? We shall. All right. Um, I think I I covered all my normal upfront nonsense, right? I believe so. Oh, I didn't tell people how to get a hold of me, though. <clears throat> if you want to email me, uh, bowtieguymessituppodcast.com, uh, 760-608-1942 is my phone number. You can call or text, and that gets it done. So, Faith, we are looking at Christmas week. And I know, uh, because I know you that, uh, 
you love anything that is something to be celebrated. I love a celebration. I love yeah. a party. I love a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I looked up on this, man, this, this lady's website is, is tricky to, to get through. It's, it's pioneer woman and she's got 42 holiday Christmas uh, things that you can do fun activities that you can do for uh, Christmas. And just some of them are, 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 uh, you know, interesting. Some of them are easy. Some of them are a little bit more complex, but you know, when I say Christmas to you, Faith, what, what comes to mind with, in terms of traditions, not the the Christmas story or the Jesus thing, because we we get that. Um, well, a lot of us do. But what comes to mind with traditions for you? The, when you say tradition, the very first thing I go to is Christmas jammies, because my mom actually did Christmas that. Christmas jams with- or Christmas pajamas. Christmas jammies, like jammies. Okay, I was I was it- thinking strawberry, raspberry. <laughs> I do like a good Christmas jam. Yeah. Um, but like when I was young, like every Christmas Eve, my mom always had, we had a, we got to open up a present and it was always Christmas pajamas. Um, so everybody get the same one. So it was all family matchy. Um, actually I don't think, I don't remember that being a thing when I was a kid, like my sisters. Well, if, first of all, my sisters are way younger than me. Um, nobody's so are, younger than you faith. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> But our size differences were definitely diff- very different. And I don't know if the matching, like everybody, parents, oh, right. did, yeah. I don't know if that started until, you know, maybe. Uh, it, 20- it feels to me like that's, yeah, about 20 years ago or so. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter, Kristen, does that with her family. And last year she included us in it. And so we got, we're like, what is this? And we got the jammies and it was, um, it was like a Star Wars Christmas theme. Oh, fun. But all of us had that. So that, that was, <laughs> that is a fun one. It makes for great pictures. Yes. Do you, do you carry that on with your kids now? So, yes, actually, we every year I since my kids were little, we've always done. We don't do I don't necessarily do jammies for me and Dan, but just for the kids. We do them. Dan seems like the kind of guy that would love <laughs> to wear some cute little Christmas themed pajamas. Just kind of kind of tool around and, you know, maybe even go to the store. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. all Dan Paxton right there. All Dan, all day. Maybe um, Dan Paxton with HE, I totally could have got him to do that. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I do miss that guy every once in a while. Was, he was fun to mess with. <laughs> um, So uh, the thing that I remember with Christmas was my dad did all the decorating. My mom did 0%, oh. not one ornament on the tree. And so Pop would get me and my brother, but usually it would be just me because my brother was always just sort of off reading a book or I don't know, playing D and D or some nerdy thing like that. Uh, so it would be me and my dad. And it was the same thing every year. It did not change. They didn't buy anything new or very rarely did they buy anything new. Uh, but from the time I can remember, we had a white Christmas tree with glass red ornaments, just, just the, the little glass spheres that were red and reflective and the smallest ones went up top and then you'd work your way down to the big ones at the bottom. It was very, pop was very mathematical. So it was very symmetrical. It was very organized. That looks very in now. 
that would be like, people would love to have that tree with all it, those ornaments. It was now. beautiful. Well, and, and, you know, you'd, you'd puff out the leaves and we'd mm-hmm. have to puff out the things and pop would be very specific about how he wanted us to puff them out. So I got that from him. It's like, you can't have any in the same line. They've got to be alternating and, and fluff this thing out, man. And then <clears throat> in our house, we had a fireplace in the room that went, the, the brick work went all the way up to the top of the cathedral ceiling. So it was about 17, 18 feet of, of slump stone brickwork that went up and Pop took Christmas lights and he hung them around that uh, wow. so it would be lit up. And then he put them over the little archway for the hearth. So we had that. The The stockings would go up there on the, the hearth and they were the same stockings that still go up. Well, I don't think my mom puts them up anymore, but that, that was the only stockings we ever had. Um, and then we had the 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 piece de resistance was the color wheel that went behind the white Christmas tree. And if you're not familiar with a color wheel, it is a a, a spotlight, a, a, a big one of those big you know lights that you screw in, but it's, it shines bright. It was a spotlight, and in front of the spotlight was a wheel that had. Uh, quadrants, an orange quadrant, a red quadrant, a green quadrant, and a blue quadrant. And it would spin around and the light would go in front of the wheel and it would change the color on that white Christmas tree. There were no lights on the tree. It was just a color wheel behind what? it. Yeah. That's a real thing? It, it's a real thing. And it worked great until the motor stopped one time. And so it just sat in front of that hot light. And so one of the colors started to melt. So it kind of slid, but that was not going to deter pop. He just got that motor going again. And so it's, they still have it somewhere at dad's house and it's got a melted, you know, thing. Uh, It's yeah. Check it out. I'm sure that there's stuff online about Christmas color wheel. Uh, Let's see Christmas. I've never heard of that ever color that is wild to me and it was like a big spotlight behind your tree yeah there it is i I see him right now i can i can buy him for uh like uh anywhere from from 30 to 60 dollars uh they've got them uh uh, christmas like new like new new. christmas color wheel light yeah they're amazing Yep. I'm so I'm curious because your mom feels like someone who doesn't get rid of things and likes to like do the same old thing. So first of all, does she put up Christmas decorations now and does she use those still? Okay. So my mom is uh I know this is shocker. Hold on. Are you strapped in? My mom <laughs> is a little bit different. <clears throat> so my mom <laughs> does have Christmas decorations. They're just up all year long. Literally, <laughs> do not come down. So the Christmas lights outside have my pop always left the outside ones up, um, <clears throat> which was another tradition. He would take them down just to check them because back in the day they didn't have continuous lights. So if one went out, the whole string went out. So yeah. one of the Christmas traditions I remember is my dad on the floor with a box of Christmas lights, testing the lights, trying to find which one had gone out and a lot of cussing. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Like the Christmas Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, the lights are up outside. She's got some of these uh, little designed light things that like are like Santa Claus or Rudolph or whatever that you just plug in and they're already pre. Yes. You know. I know. Exactly Dad bought some of those before he died back in 2004. I think he bought them. He bought them when we came home for Christmas in 93. Christmas of 93. He bought these. Wow. 
Uh, no, that would have been 92. Christmas of 92. Um, he bought these things. He, he, he put them up with um, zip ties on his gate outside the house. And they're still there. And she just plugs those in when it's time to go uh, for Christmas. And then her Christmas tree stays up year round in her living room. And it's got um, a variety of things on it. Christmas cards past, you know, if anybody sends a picture card that goes on it and stays on it. There are several church bulletins from various years that are still up there. So it reminds her to go to the Christmas Eve service and she doesn't want to forget. I'm like, well, mom, it's uh, it's different. Um, but I guess it's still Christmas Eve. Uh, so, you know, but anyhow, yeah, that's, that's there. And then her lights stay up, um, in the house. Uh, they're there and it's just a thing. Um, sometimes she'll use those lights just as light, um, so that she can see walking through the hallways and stuff like that. They're so, pretty. It makes yeah. a nice little night light. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's that now, now I said that my dad never varied. He did, um, one time he bought some some small lights because the big ones were you know going out of you couldn't buy them or whatever so he bought these lights and he went to the store and bought this thing it had like 200 lights and they were arranged in the box on this little plastic thing like in a, a circle and oh, yeah. uh, it was a nice thing and so pop plugged it in just to make sure they were all working he's like wow i really like that he kept it like that he would just pull it out of the box plug it in That's and keep like that. It, it went on top of the, on top of the <laughs> fireplace. <clears throat> and that was just, he just thought, Oh, I like this. So that's, yeah, that became a thing when I was in, I think I was in high school when that one came around oh, my life. Yeah. Now oh. they did eventually retire the white tree because it was losing too much of its leaves. And mm. so they eventually did back. I think it was that Christmas of 92. Um, and we, and I always remember that because we came home with Kaylee. Uh, that was her first Christmas home. And so he really did it up that year for Christmas. It's not leaves, by the way. They're needles. Needles are leaves, though. They're the leaves for a pine tree. So you are correct, but I are correct as well. We're both correct on this one. All right. I'll look it I'll up on, it the, on the Google. We can look it up on the Google. <laughs> can we accept Google on it? Are you willing to accept a Google answer? All right, fine. All right. I'm going to put in our pine needles leaves this is what the google came back with it may not seem like it but pine needles are leaves they do the same job that broad leaves do capture sunlight inhale carbon dioxide and exhale oxygen providing it with food air for us to breathe and that comes from friendsoftrees.org all right we'll give so it to there, you there we go all right i appreciate it thank you for gifting <laughs> me that um <clears throat> so anyhow what the first thing that came up on this pioneer ladies thing is to make paper snowflakes. And I used to love yes. doing that. I thought it was so much fun to cut out snowflakes and just look at the patterns that I could make. Yes. I, one year at Christmas time, I did a whole snowflake scene above my dining room table and I hung like little wooden snowflakes from the ceiling and little glass um, you hung them from the ceiling or you made them out of the ceiling you took the wood out of the ceiling and made <laughs> snowflakes nope <laughs> that's an interesting story right there <laughs> and then the roof crashed on our head merry christmas everyone that would be disastrous yes yes but i did a whole snowflake scene a whole like winter wonderland scene in my dining room one year and that was very fun hmm. 
I enjoyed it a lot. Do you know what your kids look forward to in terms of tradition? What, who looks forward to kings? Your children. Oh, my children. They all, so my children all love the um, jammies. They, they, and we do this whole game where I pretend like, oh, you're going to get a present on Christmas Eve. And then they say, mom, is it our jammies? And I say, no, you're not going to get jammies. I don't know what you're going to get. And so then we do the whole back and forth. Anyways, they do love that. They love stockings. Nothing says the birth of Jesus like lying to our children. Look at it that way. It's not lying. Like it's just. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Let me just say this: as a person who does prison ministry and has spent some time, and most liars don't look at it that way. <laughs> For the good of everyone else, okay? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That's why we're doing it. <laughs> Listen, you wouldn't like me sober. It's for the good of everyone else. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I think I I think I think I will say your Christmas lie is a, a harmless one. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I agree. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it's a lie. No, I know you're not. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna say your age. I'm not gonna say it. Not gonna say it. You it's better not to talk about these things. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I, I remember cutting some Christmas uh snowflakes when I was a kid and the teacher taught us, you know, and the more you folded it, the more it got you know, crazy. And I would try to fold these things super. And so I'd make them super, super folded. So it'd make a really interesting one, but then I couldn't cut them. Yes. I'd get frustrated. It's hard because it's yeah. too. And then and somebody have- showed me at some point, I think I was in student teaching maybe, but that if you take a coffee filter and cut them out of a coffee filter, they turn out round. Yeah. I was like, yes. Interesting. I, because I used to work with preschoolers. We used to do coffee filters all the time. Yeah. And I hated it when I would fold and I would get lost and I would cut the wrong part and I would cut the folded part off. And so my snowflake would turn into like just a bunch of cut up paper. That was always sad to me. Yes. And did you, and so when you were younger, did you used to make snowflakes and those little chain, you know what I'm talking about? The paper chains? Oh, oh, I love a paper chain to count down to Christmas, cut the chain. Love yeah. that nonsense. Oh, I got that one in in kindergarten. We went home for Christmas break and someone got to get it and I got to get it and we hung it above the tree and I remember cutting it. And the last one, the teacher had made golden. And oh. so I got to cut that one on Christmas day and my dad, I remember him lifting me up and I cut it and that just oh. made a huge impact on me. Eleanor has one. She, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing that I, I I like is that some of the memories that we make, it, it's so easy to make a free or very low cost memory. We don't have to be like, like my grandkids, they get excited with the big gift. You know, one year they got a, a robot dinosaur that was like two and a half feet tall. They never played with it after Christmas. They don't even remember they have it. That was money that was, you know, it was a lot of money from whoever bought yeah. it for them. And it was basically wasted money that, that it's not the memory, you know, that the kids yeah. that, you know, the things that my grandkids tell me about, those are the memories that are basically free stuff. So we don't have to go nuts trying to make memories. Um, the, one of the other ones here I was scrolling through on, on pioneer chick was uh, uh, going to visit Santa and my kids went in, they were up in uh, Portland this weekend, up in your neck of the woods, uh, visiting a cousin and they went to the mall uh tigered mall to go mm-hmm. visit um santa 
there was a fee to get your picture taken with Santa, get a picture with Santa. I'm going to, I'm going to let you guess the fee. I'm going to say $35. I'm going to say you have to double that. It was seven zero seventy dollars for a picture with Santa. What? Exactly. Exactly. Wait, do you, for $70, they gave you the picture when you were done? I'm thinking so. I'm you hoping better. so. They better. And, and I'm guessing that guy smelled picture. like, I'm guessing he smelled like beef and cheese. <laughs> I'm guessing he sat on a, what What did he sit on? <laughs> what did he sit on? Santa's yeah. lap? No, no. That that guy, that Santa, what, what did he sit on? A, a throne of lies. Oh, yes. yes. I missed it. I get the reference from beef and cheese, but I yeah. didn't catch the throne of lies. Yeah, well... That's okay. You catch no flies, my friend, because you are moving around way too fast. And we're moving around way too fast. Uh, the Zoom thing here tells me that we've got to be done in five minutes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to toss it to our song of the week so we can reset our Zoom counter here and uh, and and keep our free Zoom instead of paying for Zoom. We're trying to save money here, people. Um, <laughs> and uh, the best memories are free. Uh, but anyhow, our, our, word, our song of the week this week is from Torrin Wells. It's called Joy in the Morning. So I'm going to give you about 90 seconds of that. We'll be back on the other side to talk about it and to talk about what we're looking forward to this year at Christmas. So here's a little bit of Torrin Wells for you with Joy in the Morning. There will be joy in the morning. There will be joy in the morning. There you go. A little bit of Merry Christmas for us from uh, Tornwell's. Not necessarily a Christmas song, but still, Joy in the Morning. Good song for a Christmas Joy. morning. Yeah. Uh, what did you get on that one, uh, Faith? What stood out to you? I So I'm just going to go straight with the the chorus. Mm -hmm. Is that right? The yeah. verse part um, where he says, if it's not, if it's not good, then um, he's not done with it yet. Cause there will be joy in the morning. Mm. And to me, that just like, that helps me focus so much. Like when you're going through something, you know, two, two Christmases ago, three Christmases ago, uh, when Dan's health started plummeting, it was right at Christmas time. And I remember, mm. um, us going to a doctor's appointment literally days before Christmas and having a doctor say to us, 
we're going to call the DMV and remove his driver's license. Mm. Uh, and I just remember coming home and just crying and crying and crying, but just having just like that thought of God, like he's, God's not done with this. God's not yeah. done with this yet. And here we are now. Life is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. And I think <laughs> about, you know, we, we always hear, you know, Oh God will make it good. Uh, you know, God makes everything good is what people hear. God makes everything good. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, God uses everything for his good. Yeah. And I think about my, my ministry now and being prison ministry. And I say it all the time. I would not be doing this. Someone asked me just last night, well, do you think it's, you know, strange that you do? I said, there is no way on God's green earth 20 years ago, 25 years ago that I would have thought I want to do prison ministry Yeah, because it just wasn't there, but I needed to go through all those things that were not good but that God used for good. Uh, and, and there's a, a, a lead in, uh, in the, the beginning verse, you know, it says, cause it ain't even faith till your fl- plan falls apart. And that's, I need that so much. I need my plan to fall apart. Cause my plan, if it's my plan, that means it's what I'm doing, not what God's doing. And, uh, I, I just need to be the guy yelling shotgun and letting God mm-hmm. drive. And I, I go in the front seat. I I'll ride up front with him and, you know, cool. But when I start driving, I get all squirrely and like, hey, let's do this. And God's plan is just so, so much better. And and it fits in with this theme that I've been rolling with for the last year or so about midnight just being a minute. Yeah. Um, we we just have to get through those rough times because good times are coming. And and also just know, enjoy the good times while they're there because they don't last forever. There's there's gonna be more bad times coming and then more good times. It's it's waves in the ocean. Those waves are stacked up, you know, from here to yes. Japan, you know, and and just going, going, going all the time. They don't stop. So we just got to know if it's bad right now, it won't last. And That's right. Joy's going to come in the morning. Yep. Just just hold your breath and keep on rolling with that. So there you go. Thank you, Torin, uh, for giving us another song of, of fun. Uh, all right. Well, going back to our Christmas fun. Uh, one of the things that they have here is something that I enjoy. And I just realized this year is different. It says, you know, sipping eggnog. Um, I love eggnog. Do you like eggnog? Because I feel like eggnog is very divisive. You either it love divisive. it or you hate it. Eggnog is the trump of Christmas drinks. It's, and I love it. I love eggnog. And here's what, I'm a I'm a, a, a an eggnog weirdo. I'll take it hot or cold. Yeah, I like I, them both equally the same. I can't yes. tell you I like this one better. Yes, I'm with you. I was in Starbucks and I realized I haven't heard the eggnog latte being made because the eggnog latte makes a different sound. You can tell it's very loud. It sounds like a jet going through. It's a super loud drink to make because mm. of the, the thickness of the eggnog. And I didn't hear that. Th- so I don't think they have the eggnog latte this year, which is super oh. sad to me. So I'm going to go investigate that. And I'll uh, I'll have an answer back for our Christmas show, but I'm pretty sure the eggnog latte is gone this year from Starbucks, which is really really sad to me because eggnog so super good. I I love a good eggnog, and I will tell you this: like I've made homemade eggnog before. Of course, it's always better, um, but sometimes there's just not enough time, or I don't want to mess with it, so we will buy eggnog in the carton, um, and. My family, those that like the eggnog, drink it straight like that. I always mix a little bit of milk because I like it a little bit thinner. Right. That, and I don't have a problem with that at all. That 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 makes sense to me as well uh, to do that. 
so you know i'm i'm good with that uh now i'm, I'm as i'm rolling through pioneer woman here i misread something and and it's a great object lesson because quite frequently people will listen for what they want to hear they will read what they want to read they will watch what they want to see they will look for validation of what's going on in their mind ah so i'm reading through this and what it says, well, do you want to know what it says or what I thought it said? Tell me what you thought it said and then tell me what it said. I thought it said, cook a Christmas cookie feast. <laughs> I inserted the word cookie. It just says cook a Christmas feast, but I thought a cookie feast. Yes, I love a cookie feast. I have been sitting here waiting for my neighbor to come over and knock on my door and stand there with her hand out and a plate of cookies that she brings every single year. I've been waiting for it. It hasn't happened yet. I want a cookie feast. And I couldn't understand why there's ham and potatoes and eggs in this lady's cookie feast. I'm like, well, I guess pioneers were weird. They did it different. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. And you would accept also a donut piece, by the way. I would. I would. You know, at my daughter's wedding, they had a donut tower. Oh, fun. Now, here's one that's sort of an a, a, what I think is a dying tradition, but I'm sad about it because I love it. Go caroling. Did you ever go caroling? Oh, uh, so we when we were in youth ministry, Dan would take our youth groups caroling. However, and we even one of the churches we were at, we got like a um, horse-drawn like hayride oh, to go wow. caroling in like a trailer did, park. Did you feed first. the horse chili? <laughs> no. Okay. Nope. Didn't We're happen. All, all of our Seinfeld fans fell <laughs> Seinfeld fans out there. That's for you. Yeah. Um, however, I will say this to you. Um, I, I don't know if all of the people out there know this just because I'm a pastor's wife doesn't mean I have a great singing voice. So anytime you have a pastor's wife, please don't assume that she can sing or play the piano because mm -hmm. it's not for every pastor's wife. And as a matter of fact, fun little story before my husband and I were, were married, he uh, told me twice that I can't sing and to get out of his choir because I sound so bad. And one of the times he actually said to me, I used to think before I met you that you could teach anybody to sing. You have proved me wrong. <laughs> and so there's how my gifted husband who is musically inclined feels about my gifting of singing. And so when man we is definitely smooth, he's got away with the ladies. He, w w before we were dating and we were just friends, he was very like, he hit it a little bit. He was like, Hey, I was in the choir. I was doing stuff. He's like, you know, I need somebody to help with sound. Would you mind like oh, doing that? Okay. So, and I fell for it. Just was, oh yeah, I'll go do that for you. Then when we moved over to the next church and we were very much involved in dating and I, we might've even been engaged at that point. He was like, I, I gotta be honest with you. You can't sing. Can you get out of the choir? <laughs> Look, they need some help in the sound booth. <laughs> <laughs> So, so there, so there was that, but he, so when we were caroling with our youth kids, he was like, Hey, you got to sing a whole lot quieter than you're singing now. And yeah. you could stop. Yeah. Quiet voice. Use your <laughs> voice. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's sad. Um, one that it, it, number eight is leave cookies out for Santa. Uh, the best part about that is you get to take a bite, you know, for them. <laughs> oh, 
You didn't eat the whole thing. Did you do that? And did you eat the whole thing or just a bite? No, I would, I would take a bite. Oh, I would take a bite. Yeah. So you did leave cookies out for Santa for your kids. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I never played up the Santa thing. I didn't play it down. Like we, I never took my kids to see Santa. Um, but I wasn't like, if they said, Oh, Santa's going to bring us presents. I never denied it. I never, yeah. we didn't leave cookies out for Santa. Um, but I just, I, I didn't play it up. I didn't play it down. We, we were going, uh, to dinner when Kaylee was, so Kaylee's born December 13th. So that means when she, her first Christmas, she was just a couple weeks old for one year Christmas, you know, she was, you know, it, it she was right before Christmas there. So her third year, no, second year, she was two years old. We're going to dinner. And um, oh, I don't know if it was, maybe it was her third year. Anyhow, she was young. She hadn't been told about Santa yet. We're coming up to this restaurant and they've got a Santa in the restaurant greeting people. And so I turn to Heather and I say, quick, give her a crash course in who this guy <laughs> in the red suit is because I've never told her about Santa. Cause I too, I didn't play it up. I didn't play it down. It's just like, but I was like, okay, got to tell her now because this guy's going to come up and accost her and she's not going to know what's going on. So let's give her the quick Santa lesson. Yeah. So uh, Kaylee now is all about Santa. She loves it. Uh, she called me yesterday. Her kids were driving home. They were driving from Portland down to Klamath falls and, uh, Eleanor, the three-year-old was bored. And so she was asking, what, what do I do when I bored? And I said, Ooh, maybe you can look outside the window and see if you can find Santa. And so she was very, uh, engaged doing that for the next several miles. Uh, what about, um, uh, nativity scenes? Are you a nativity scene person? Yeah. Well, some, some of them are kind of scary, some of them are not very nice. I, there are some very beautiful nativity scenes that I love. Costco used to always put out a, a gorgeous nativity scene. Every year they had a new one and I loved them. And the ones that are out in the front yard, like I've seen some really beautiful ones. My father-in-law used to have one that was all in lights. It was just lights. Like on a, I want to say like on a pipe, PVC pipe maybe, or it wasn't homemade. Yeah. It was like something he bought it, but I've never seen them ever again because I loved it so much. Um, I really like the outlines and I like a simple one. I don't like ones that are over ornate. You know, uh, like Kaylee was making one for her mother-in-law and she was painting on rocks. She was making it out of river rocks and just painting like a little baby Jesus on it. And then Eleanor made one, but she was not quite as artistically gifted. And so they just basically became colored rocks, but it was kind of <laughs> cute. Um, I've never been huge on nativity scenes. I thought they were kind of cool as a youngster, but as I started getting older and looking, I was like, well, that nativity scene is just, made up i mean it's they they mash things together yeah it's, it's kind not of accurate smoothie yeah and it's like well those wise men shouldn't be there when he's a baby like that i mean they they couldn't get there when he was just born it took him a while to get there and you know so uh so now that the historian in me you know looks at him and just says well those are nice but it's never but i look over here we've got one um i'm guessing we must have gotten it from my mother-in-law but it's got um it's got a nice Catholic Mary looking down oh. at uh, at Jesus and then some sheep kicking it, some camels and a cow. Then we've got an angel and then some wise men. And then there's a shepherd in the back that looks 
a little like a like a gnome or something. He's got a weird hat going on, uh, but it's very out of proportion. Um, <laughs> the camels are about the size of a like a maybe a, a, a cocker spaniel uh, by comparison to these people. So it's very, very peculiar. Now we had a pastor, our, our former pastor at our church, they would have us up every year and they got a nativity scene that his wife bought in Jerusalem on a trip to, you know, Israel. And so it was very precious to her. And, and I would always take um, at Christmas time. Well, they always had candy. I would hide candy around their house and just like put some candy on a Christmas or a picture frame or whatever. <laughs> And so one year at Christmas, we were there for the Christmas party and I didn't do it, but somebody else saw me hiding candy. So someone thought, oh, it'd be a great idea. I'll hide baby Jesus somewhere. <laughs> so they took baby Jesus out of the nativity scene and hid it because I was hiding candy. And of course, I'm known as the shenanigizer. So I get blamed and I get this call, where is Jesus? And I said, what are In you talking heart. about? And they're like, we can't find Jesus. And I said, you lost Jesus and you're the pastor. Hmm, what's going on? You need to find Jesus. Uh, so, and then every year people would hide it a thing. And I always got blamed. It's like, look guys, I'm the candy guy, but I don't hide Jesus. It's not my thing. Got to shine Jesus, not hide Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Now here's one that I've never even heard of. It says make mini Christmas row houses. Oh, no, you've heard of that. It's gingerbread houses. Just you make a whole row of them. Uh, it This doesn't have it as that. It's just, you know, whimsical houses. I've heard of gingerbread houses. but Oh, uh, wait, I have another idea. Because in one of my fun Christmas, like, um, gooseberry patch um, books, which have recipes and then ideas of things to do, they do take, like, you know, the carton of milk? Like not the gallon. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. They make um, Christmas houses out of those. That's cool. Milk. I could see that would be cool. Yeah, wash them out first. One hundred percent. You get a bad. But the white bad from the milk would make a kind of snowy effect. Snowy effect. Yeah, globs, little snowballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one year, uh, I started a Christmas tradition, and I just reminded a person about this yesterday on the uh, Instagrams. Uh, we were at a staff Christmas party. This was after I got out of jail. And so I was going to the staff party. My wife and I worked at a school together. And so after I got out of jail, I went to the party, even though, you know, and so it's the same people that worked with me, but most of them were still pretty cool with me, but I still felt a little awkward. So I just tried to hang back and not really cause a ruckus that I normally caused. So we're eating and I'm eating some stuff. They had chicken wings. I ate a chicken wing and I thought, oh. I'm going to hang a chicken wing on the tree. So I took a, a chicken wing and I put it on the tree just, you know, for fun. Wait, I thought, whether you ate or not ate? I did not eat it. Okay. It was just a that wing. that would be disgusting if you had just already a wing. eaten. Okay. Oh, hold on. Uh, so a <laughs> couple weeks later, oh, they're like, what smells horrible in it? What's, what is smelling in our house? What's going on? They couldn't figure out what... And then they eventually found it, the chicken wing, and they knew immediately. I get a phone call. Did you put a chicken wing in our Christmas tree? And I was like, uh, as a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> oh. so that's a fun Christmas tradition. Yeah. Hey, num number 15 out of 42 is make cinnamon rolls. I'm down with that. Assemble a, a cookie platters is number 16. We're getting into the good stuff. She saved the good stuff for the teens. Oh, wear ugly Christmas sweaters. That's kind of cute. It says wear ugly Christmas sweaters and they're all, there's a picture of them. 
I don't think they're ugly. I love Christmas sweaters. I think they're just Christmas sweaters. I don't think they're they're ugly. Do you? What do you think? I it, it depends. There are definitely some that they purposely work right. really hard making them ugly. Yeah, and they are ugly. Yeah, and then there are some Christmas sweaters. That, like I feel like there are some people out there that any Christmas sweater. Like even just a plain red sweater, because it's associated with Christmas, they're like, oh, it's ugly. It's a Christmas yeah. sweater. Yeah. So I don't necessarily think every Christmas sweater is ugly. However, yeah. there are I a lot of I have noticed that it's much easier to get a lady's uh, Christmassy thing than a men's thing. I was just walking through uh, Walmart the other day, and there's like scads of, you know, racks of Christmas yeah. attire for the ladies. And I went yeah. to the men's. And there was nothing, not nothing. anything this year. Now, several years ago, I did buy a nice polyester suit that looked like Christmas threw up on me. I remember I got that with at the Walmart. tie. Yeah. 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 Uh, pants, remember. jacket, and tie all matching. Lovely. Uh, $35. Some of the best money I've ever spent at Christmas time because uh, that gift keeps giving and for I can real. still wear it. So uh, got that going for me. Uh, but yeah, it uh, they, nothing in the guys. So, so that's kind of sad. When, when I was at Starbucks, my last year at Starbucks, I was collecting all of the aprons that we would have throughout, throughout the year. They'd always give us for every event that came along, they gave us an apron. And mm. so we had like, when we bought a bakery, it was a pink one because that was their colors of the bakery we bought. Uh, they had something that was blue for Frappuccino and then our regular green ones. We had black ones for Coffee Masters, red ones for Christmas. There was an orange one for uh, Via. And yeah, I was going to take these. And I was going to make an ugly Christmas apron for Starbucks. Uh, that year so fun. I left Starbucks, but I didn't make it to Christmas. So I just still have all of the aprons um, that I was going to use. Uh, this is one that I see number 19. I love this. Do you like a white elephant gift exchange? Yeah, I'm on the fence about that one. Oh. It really depends on who you play it with, because sometimes I have gone to white elephant Christmas exchange and um, like there's been a, a dirty tennis shoe in it that's, that's not, not great i yeah. got a buddha one year uh for christmas uh white elephant um a little buddha doll and it was everybody in the white elephant exchange had cahooted oh uh, that's hilarious. to make it and so we did the we did the dirty santa thing where you can steal gifts up to three mm -hmm. times or whatever and they all they choreographed it to make it so I had no idea. And I'm usually pretty good at catching on to things. I had no clue that it got choreographed. So I wound up with Buddha and couldn't pass it to anybody because it was the last thing. And I got Buddha and uh, they had planned this out. And, and our friend Todd um, Hopkins had, he was making a, an early morning drop off at Goodwill. And so people had just left stuff before they opened, just left stuff. So he was doing that. And this Buddha is sitting there. And he's like, I got to get this. And we got to make sure that Paul gets it for Christmas. And so then that Buddha made it around. It was sort of like flat Stanley. We would go around and I would just yes. take that Buddha and, and take pictures of it. I would, you know, it's That's rich press. So people left their houses unlocked. I would just go into people's houses that I knew, the, the people yeah. who cahooted <laughs> And take pictures <laughs> of me in their house with Buddha, with like the, sitting on the couch, watching TV, that's in funny. the fridge, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, that's I'll get hilarious. you. I have uh, a friend who buys white elephants all year long. So every time she goes to a white elephant gift exchange, she actually gives a white, a white elephant. elephant. Oh, 
Um, Heather one time gave a TV at a white elephant and the person was super excited. It was back in the days when TVs were not flat. They had a big tube in them. So it was like a 27 inch TV. It was massive. It was awesome. The person like super excited. They got the TV. Then they, they got help getting it home and they plugged it in and they found out that the TV, that the tube had messed up. So it stretched the TV from top to bottom, but the top like 10% was stretched so it was the top 90% and then the other 90% was down in the bottom 10. So it's all, so people were like super, super small with long foreheads. And this person was really mad. They're like, did you really think I was bringing a 27 inch television for a white elephant gift? No. Uh, um, we're, we're halfway through her 42 and number 21 is one that makes me want to vomit. Dress up your pets. Um, I hate it when people put clothes on their pets and your, your pet, it's fine. It's your pet. Your pet is not your family. I'm sorry, people. Your family is your family. Your pet is your pet. Mm. That's why they have a pet store. They have a pet food section. They call it pet. It's a pet. Okay. Yeah. Don't dress it up. Uh, this is a weird one. Wrap Christmas presents. Uh, that's not really a tradition. I wouldn't think, but I guess she wanted to have 42 things. So you got to come up with some weird ones. Serve a big Christmas breakfast. Oh, wow. Going out on a yes. again. I put do out not. a nutcracker. I, do you have nutcrackers? I do not, but my mom had some nutcrackers and she always, my mom always had a bowl of nuts on the coffee table. We always, time. my parents always had that. Uh, what, what were, what was the bowl of nuts? Did she have? It was a mixture. Walnuts, um, pistachios. Like it was like, it came in a big mixture of things. We had walnuts. We had almonds. And we had hazelnuts. Those were yeah. the, the the three that my dad would always buy. And that was always there. Yeah. And the walnuts were fun to crack, but they were a pain in the neck to get out. And I don't really like walnuts to this day. Me too. I prefer I got no nutcrackers. Uh, the nut, do you ever go watch the nutcracker ballet? Have you ever done that? No. No, I don't have much interest in it. When Kaylee was about... Oh, I'm going to say about five or six. She's in her room and she's, she's got something. I said, what are you doing there? She said, dad, I'm watching the nut. And I said, that's the nutcracker. So we, no, it's the nut. No, it's the nutcracker. No, it's the nut. So she was insisting that it was the nut. So I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, are you guys mistletoe people? Do you put up mistletoe? No mistletoe. Um, we have, I was thinking about mistletoe this year because when we were driving to the prison, there was a ton of mistletoe on some trees. I thought, oh, I should get some mistletoe. We used to do that when I was a kid in youth group. We would sell it every year at church uh, for um, for Christmas. We'd sell it like for a dollar or something like that. It's probably 25 cents a bag back then because, you know, it was a long time ago. Dollar was a lot. Yeah. Uh, recreate a family recipe. Uh, they've got some sugar cookies going there. Do you think your kids are going to carry on the, the cooking tradition of you? Is that going to be something they're going to do or do any of them like to cook? here's the thing they I would hope so because I feel like that's just part of you know your family and it helps memories like when you yeah. have something that you cook it brings back memories and it kind of ties in history of your family um at this point I would say none of my kids so far have any interest in it so you know, I, I I I know when Dano was living with us he would make things and I was like okay I can tell you're Faith Paxton's child because <laughs> He was making stuff. And I'm like, you know, you're making that a lot more complex than it needs to be. He said, yes, but this is so much better. Like, for instance, Top Ramen. And he was putting in all sorts of heavy cream and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But but I did notice he would he would take a little bit more care to do things to make them better, better. Mm -hmm. than than easier. 
Um, yeah. So I could see him maybe doing it, but uh, definitely not to the same ilk of it. Yeah, I don't I don't know that any of them have any like desire to do the same exact recipes. I think they all have cooking knowledge from just being around me. Yeah. And don't do things like they're just going to do the normal stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that they'll do the things that I do. Yeah. Uh, the one present on Christmas Eve, that was something we used to do as a kid. Um, we don't do it now because we don't do a lot of uh, Christmas gifts. But um, I know that, you know, Kristen will always have the the, the pajamas uh, Christmas Eve. The kids will get them. So. Yeah. Uh, personalize your stockings. I love personalized stockings. I'm looking over at all of our stockings and most of the kids, the grandkids have uh, a stocking up there and all the kids have a stocking and almost all of them got to make their own stockings at some point. So we still have like, I still have Kaylee's stocking that I made her when she was born, uh, you know, her first Aww. year and that's hanging up there. And, and Heather made a stocking uh, when we got married in 94 and, and all of, all of our kids together made stockings when we got married um, and they're all red and pretty and whatnot. Kaylee made stockings with her grandsons when they were very small. So they're covered with glitter. When Dave came along, I didn't have a stocking for him. He was coming out. So I just got an old gym sock and wrote Dave on it. <laughs> and, it's very fitting. I and it's hanging it's up. Fitting. I will put it on Instagram. It's, it's so funny. And he, he loves the fact that he's the only one that's got a special stocking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hide a pickle ornament. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, that's totally when Dil, um, when Daniel was a baby and we used to call him, um, pickle. I don't know why we would call him pickle. Nope. Sorry. It was Dylan. <laughs> oh, okay. Cause we called Dill, Dill pickle. Dill pickle. Uh, there you go. That makes sense. So we had a, we had an ornament. I actually don't know where that ornament, we had a pickle ornament that we would hide. Cause I didn't know that tradition. This one says, you know, you hide it and then whoever finds it gets to open the first present. Oh, yeah. Uh, read a story together for Christmas. I guess, you know, these are for people who only read at Christmas time. Buy Christmas <laughs> crackers. What's a Christmas cracker? Uh, British holiday tradition dates back to Victorian area where crackers are filled with colorful candies. Oh. Oh, crackers. So like a firecracker. Yes, those are in stores now. I was thinking like, you know, tree-shaped Ritz or something. Salt, saltine. <laughs> advent calendar. Are you guys advent calendar people? I do have a couple of them, but I'm not very, because it requires consistency, I'm not very good at it. Here's the thing that bothers me about the advent calendar. Do you start at 24 and go to one or do you start at one and go up to 24? You know, is it a countdown to Christmas and people go both ways? We used to have people, though, when I worked at Starbucks, we'd have calendars, advent calendars with Starbucks stuff, and that was a big seller. Uh, people would come in, they want those those Christmas advent calendars, but but it was never a thing with me or my family or anything like that. It never really. If there's really candy in them, um, I will eat all the candy on day two, and yeah. then Christmas yeah. is supposed to be there the next day. Right, right. I like your thinking. Um, also, uh, having nothing to do with anything, but just looking on this website, you know, they give you the ads and there's an ad for this little, uh, sweatshirt company or something. And it's one that I should get for my wife. It says, yes, I'm cold. And then it looks like a, a scripture reference. It says me 24 yeah. seven. <laughs> um, 
Build a gingerbread house. Kristen always does gingerbread houses with the boys. So we haven't done it yet. I'm guessing we'll do it sometime this week, making gingerbread houses with the boys. It usually wound up being something that sounded like, oh, this is going to be a lot of fun. But it just wound up with a lot of crying because they weren't working out right and the houses were falling over. So if you're going to do gingerbread houses, I just want to tell you in advance, parents, it's easier if you build the house the day Mm. before so it's not all wet and falling over. Let that icing solidify or even hot glue that thing together and then just let the kid decorate Decorate, it. It's so much, so much easier. They they do have pre-made houses that are already made. Yes. You can buy them like. And I saw at Walmart this year, you can get a Christmas um, tractor that you can decorate. (laughs) Yes. That's very Walmart. Mail holiday cards. Don't mail cards anymore. Do you mail cards out anymore? I've, uh, maybe we've mailed cards in my 28 years of being married twice. Maybe okay. three uh, Donate I'm- presents, m- movie marathons, writing letters yes. to Santa, light tour, uh, make a Yule log. I- I've never done that. Uh, string popcorn garland. You ever string popcorn garland? I have. And cranberry garland. We did it once and it took way too long. So we stopped. Kaylee decided to do it this year. And Ezra found out that... Um, they were on the tree. And so he got all of them. He kept on eating them, even though he didn't like them because they were fresh cranberries. And um, so she took it down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got the elf on the shelf thing and then listen to Christmas carols. So nothing really hugely uh, amazing by all this, but still fun, fun ways to spend some Christmas time together. Um, so anyhow, what what's the one thing you're looking forward to at Christmas here, Faith? Well, I'm looking forward to all my my all my kids being together and we're all home together. Becca comes home tonight. So, well, is it fact- crazy how we go from we've got all of our kids and then they go away and now we're just we're with the parents, the grandparents and people are coming to our house and waiting for kids to come home and stuff. It's just it's fun and you know, we're now to the point where we don't get Christmas with everybody um because yeah. they're so scattered and they've yeah. got you know, our kids have kids. And so, you know, you've got to split between the parents and whatnot, um, you know, time. And yeah, it's it's a different thing. So it does mean a lot when you get to spend time with, with the family. And I'm just going to cherish, like, I know, like, I know that my time is coming up soon for me not to have all my kids with me at Christmas time. And then that day is probably just around the corner. So every moment that I get when we're all together, I'm just going to cherish it and... Like Mary, when she, you know, she pondered all the things that was going on and she kept them hidden in her heart. And I feel like that's going to be me at Christmas time. Just, just cherishing every moment I have with my family. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> that's Dan's espresso maker. It's oh. automatic turn off or turn on. Oh, nice. Turning nice. Off. Okay. Well, <laughs> excellent. Yeah. I'm, I'm just looking forward to spending time with, uh, with my grandsons and, uh, doing some video chatting. We will be going up and visiting the, the little uh, babies up in Oregon, but not for Christmas. Uh, they're, they're already booked for Christmas. So we're going to be going up in uh, January and doing a second Christmas up there. Uh, but it's always fun seeing the little ones and just running around acting crazy. Um, I love that, that just the noise. I love the noise yeah. of Christmas. Uh, so <laughs> looking forward to that. Well, thank you for spending some time with us, Faith. Uh, we'll be back on on Christmas Day to talk more Christmas uh, with uh, with you and Dan and Bev. But uh, that's it for us for now. Uh, don't forget 
<clears throat> if you are looking to give a year-end giving gift and get a little help on your taxes, uh, you can do that through Messed Up Ministries. Mum's the word. Text the word mum to 760-WALL-CA, and it'll take care of all the rest for you on that. We really appreciate everybody. Hope you are having a fun Christmas time. I do need to, to say that, you know, a lot of people, Christmas is not great. Maybe you've lost a loved one. This is the first year without someone at that Christmas table and Christmas can be sad. If that's the case, find someone, reach out, find someone at your church. Uh, give me a call, 760-608-1942. And we can just chop it up and talk. Uh, it's I, I don't mind. I've got the time to do it. Uh, don't want you to be out there doing the Christmas blues by yourself. Um, find a church family, find a celebrate recovery, find um, someone shaking a bell by a kettle outside the store for Salvation Army and just hang out for a while um, because this won't last and um, we're here for you. So um, don't go through it alone, whatever it is that you're going through. Uh, thank you for your time, Faith. Thank and, you. I enjoy uh, being here every time. It's super fun for me as well. I hope it was fun for you listeners. And we will see you next time. We, we messed, messed up. up. Stereo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to pause the recording. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up Podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Wait, is your Christmas tree hanging upside down? Zumba. Uh, so, all right, I'm going to start. Oh, it is recording already. So <laughs> I'm going to. We got all these things. I always have to go find it. So 13 minutes. Okay. I'm going to start this part here now, though. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? No, I'm not. <laughs> Never mind. It's because it's not an interview. I was going to say, well, I started doing a thing where it's just an interview, and then I do all my upfront stuff and then throw in the interview. But um, you know what? I am going to do that. No, because I like the word of the week. Never mind. All right. I should plan. We should run a business together. We're good. Yes. We're so yeah. good at this. This is the best. All Just right. Just play this whole thing straight. Yeah. We'll take it in. This will be like our, our presentation. Everybody will be like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Okay. And now here's our idea. <laughs> After you've seen that, just know that any idea we come up with, just let us run with it. Can we have money? <laughs> I'm going to do it for my, for my, my mom, you know, meetings now. Just. Here, check it out. This is what Boy, I Boy, that do. was good. You ought to speak more, more often. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you do this for a living. Yeah. You're doing well at it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's called a living if you're not making any money. Just doing it. <laughs> All right, serious.